Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Indubitably. I feel like we should make a t-shirt that has Josh's, like, That Kind of Nerd glyph, and it says, what up? That's what we need to do. Yeah, somehow make it, like, you gotta put, like, an umlaut <laughs> under the, the, uh. Right. Oh, what up? So it's like, what up? If this is your first episode, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com. That way you can learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then you can dive headfirst into this episode. Uh, I think you should listen to episode 67. That is shooty, shooty, drivey, drivey. <laughs> that yeah, must have been right. the episode right after Sexy Sexy Stabby uh, Stabby. Which, by the way, is is one of my favorite. It's not, though, but shooty, shooty, drivey, drivey. What were we talking we about? Because we were talking about something with guns in reference to Game of Thrones. Sexy, sexy, stabby, stabby. Spoiler-free conversa- uh, conversation about the Suicide Squad. August Blockbuster. No, Suicide Squad. Fantasy Movie Leagues. 13 Years of Nintendo Power. Sons of Anarchy in Big Bang Theory. Oh, no, it was Sons of Anarchy you said, we said that about. Oh, it was probably, yeah, it was, yeah, it was about Sons of Anarchy. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad we could do that and turn it all right, so let's just dive into this. I love to obviously go around the internet. I like to find the weird. I like to find the obscure. And then I ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. So uh, starting the show off, uh, Flickr, you may know, it was one of the most popular. just want to get to the. There's no need for this because we already. I already introed the segment, so you don't have to. Are we good? So. Flickr used to be the perspective. So Flickr was one at one time the most popular website to store and save your photos that you could share with it online. I've never heard of it. It was uh, what's Flickr? I, like I know two people who used Flickr. See, it was it was more than two people. However, he, Flickr. It I was all know no, her. it was all like the state ah. kids. It was like ah. Matt Share and Nate Goggle. Ah. Like the only two people I know using Flickr. See, the the thing that uh, reason why everyone kind of forgot about it was. Yahoo bought Flickr uh, halfway through its run, and then in April of 2018, Yahoo sold Flickr. So the fact that this company... So they totally saw the value in purchasing that. Yeah, well, first off, also Yahoo, so like, you know... There's no, there's no buyer's remorse in, in that purchase <laughs> at all. Well, but here, look, I mean, from what I'm, what I'm reading, um, you have options, right? You can, you can keep your photos up and, and pay for a pro account, or download them and, and peace out. So, I mean, you, you so just like, jumped the whole setup of the story, but yeah... So I mean what that I get that that's it. The setup is that they're deleting your photos. Well, the too. setup was this: Flickr used to have a policy of unlimited photo storage, right? You could just as many free cloud storage to hold on to your photos. And then it was okay. Now we're freemium. Figure it out. And then during the sale, it became hey, you can only hold a thousand. And now they're basically saying hey, like we're shutting it down. Del- we're going to delete all your photos, uh, or pay fifty bucks per year, and they'll they'll store your shit, right? Correct. Yes. So like if you're if you're you know one of these like skater kids that has <laughs> a bajillion skater boy. a bajillion skater photos boy. here's right fifty bucks a year is terrible. I just figured out the perfect analogy. Uh, Flickr's is to photos what SoundCloud is to music. It's where like you know there's SoundCloud rappers and there's people who are just throwing really bad podcasts on the SoundCloud and you only get like four episodes of them and then you you, you lose it. Uh, yeah, I've it's, never listened to anything on SoundCloud. Exactly my point, right? Uh, so a public server announcement, you have until February 5th to download your photos or they will be deleted. 
So just be be careful about that. Well, I mean, are these are these full quality photos? Yep, they were full quality. Fo- that was the thing. There was like there really wasn't right. any compression. Then, it was pretty good. Then let me offer an alternative solution. You you can get like a, you know like a two teraflop external hard mm-hmm. drive for like a hundred bucks at this point. Yeah, at go least one point twenty one gigawatts. Go ahead and do that, and then you know put everything on there, and then unplug it and store it in a safe place. Yeah. I highly recommend right? having a physical backup to your photos. I use Google Photos instead of Flickr because it's unlimited storage. Yeah, but it's a reduction in quality. It is, 100%. But I also have an external hard drive that I back it up to. I have both. But I have oh, yeah. but so I have an online the, cloud storage system where I can just go and grab it if I need it. All the important stuff, like uh, the the digital prints of our wedding photos, all the kids stuff, mm-hmm. like all, all, all the, the stuff that I really care about that isn't in iCloud, right? Right is on two portable hard drives and two thumb drives. Yeah. Just for just to be fucking safe and redundant. Right. See, I don't have a physical backup. Ooh, you need to do that. Got here's, here's well, to. I don't have, have any photos. All of my photos, my entire camera roll is old memes and screenshots of Twitter. But Brian, you now have a, a, a fiance, right? You you now have you now have a significant other in your life who is very important to you. You're telling me you don't have any selfies in the last ten photos taken. Um. Well, now ever since I you know had a fiance slash girlfriend, I do now. Turn it around, spin it around. Let me see it. Yeah. No, the last ten photos are all our engagement photos. Right. So of course I do. Well, there you, there go. you go. Yeah, but that's recently. Out of the two thousand four hundred and eighty nine photos that I have in my phone. Only 65 of them are classified as selfies. Okay, so you're so not a selfie taker, but you, you now having, have... Having a face in them. On my phone, I have 6,454. On on my phone, I have 198 and 12 videos, but on... What the hell? But on Google Photos, I, I mean, I, I don't even have... They teach you they teach you how to live like that as part of your MK Ultra training, right? <laughs> I, I just go to Google like, Photos leave, if leave I need no a photo. Trail. I just... Leave no trail, comrade. You should see how many photos I have on Google Photos. So if you're a person who relied on any kind of cloud storage to back up your photos, number one, Josh is right. Go get an external hard drive. Back them up physically. It's good to have. Uh, I also will tell you this. If you are an Amazon Prime customer, you do get five gigs of free photo storage through Amazon. So if you don't feel like paying Apple or some other company, you can do it that way. Uh, And I'll also put in the link. uh, The Verge has a great article to help you with uh, cloud storage options as well. So you can go ahead and, and figure out what to do with the cloud. But put them on an actual drive. Make sure they're safe. Have a a digital backup of it. So if you're a person who used Flickr, again, February 5th, they're, they're gone. They're, they're going to be deleted. And then uh, also, why are you still using Flickr? I mean, like, come on. It's like, it's, it's 2019 now. Like, get on it. Ridiculous. So, uh, there are two stories that, uh, that are kind of connected right now, and they, they're all under one umbrella. Right now, uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics uh, Show. What does CES actually stand for? C-E-M. That's right. Consumer Electronics Show. Is that what it is? All right. Uh, That's what it's going it is. on. And, and what CES is really all symposium. about. Symposium. Symposium. Consumer Electronics Symposium. There's no way it's Symposium. It's absolutely Symposium, Josh. I need you to go with me on this. I don't think it's Symposium. I got CJ believing me. What is CES? Consumer Electronics Show. I was right. Try to trick me. No, that's wrong. Where'd you find that? The internet? So, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, is going on right now, which is really the time of the year that television shines. It's where TV tech comes out, and you get to see what kind of TVs you're going to buy in maybe two, three years. 
uh, when it's time for a new one. Uh, but some some big news came out of this that I kind of wanted to bring to our attention, especially for us Apple fans. Uh, and the first one was a headline that I had to like read twice, which is Apple is putting iTunes on Samsung TVs. It's also going to be supporting AirPlay 2. Uh, so it's official. It's not like a hacker or workaround. Uh, Samsung is, is, is I, I'm not leasing. What's the word I'm looking for? Licensing the technology for AirPlay and iTunes. This is a, a push for Apple to make iTunes movies and TV shows uh, as a service and uh, now available in more areas. So you do not need an Apple TV to watch your Apple content. I have a question. Uh, the gentleman, uh, I, the chair recognizes the man who has many uh, shelves of DVDs. Yes, I do. Thank you. Um, will this work on the Samsung television that I currently hang- have hanging in my living room? Probably not without a firmware. Uh, probably, uh, there are a couple 2018 models, which I believe you just I'm bought. I'm capable of connecting to the internet and updating my firmware. Uh, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's some, so some some series, if you recall, some series Samsung TVs require that, that like, Samsung proprietary, like, box yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Is yours, like, an 8000 series, like one of those? It's a literally brand new television QLED. I don't remember the model. Uh, then number. you're probably it's like just an fine. 8F. It most likely will, but uh, as of right now, there's no list of what TVs will be updated. So, I mean, that'll be coming out. So, I, I guess we can keep you updated as that. I have another question. Uh, again, the chair recognizes the man with the uh, many DVDs. Uh, because I don't want to move forward with the show, I'm going to read uh, War and Peace no. for the next s- six hours. Will the gentleman yield his, his time for a question? The gentleman will not yield his time, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's filibustering. Oh, no, it's but, uh, but in all seriousness, when is this supposed to be happening? Uh, it is basically the TVs are going to be coming out in spring of 2019. Uh, there's also going to be a development where you're also going to be have some that have Google Assistant built into them as well. So if you have an Android phone, you will have the ability to do Chromecasting and the ability to use the Google Assistant. If you are an Apple user, you will have the ability to control your TV. Uh, using your iPhone and be able to play your iTunes content uh, on there without any special attachment, any extra fees, just the typical uh, stuff. So you can AirPlay to a Samsung TV. No, no Apple TV okay. needed. No, that's that makes sense to me. the The iTunes thing makes a little bit less sense. I mean, I get you it, can rent but, a movie on the Samsung TV without having to buy an Apple TV. Uh, I know, I mean, I understand, but like, it, it's my experience that smart TVs don't have all the apps that are available on Apple TV. It's not. The apps is just I I understand correct. yes just iTunes just iTunes right yes just for purchasing movies right just like the Google Play Store and it's only movies or watching your purchases or listening to music yeah, I get it yes. like and and that that's cool um but it doesn't replace an Apple TV for you me. use other apps besides well Stars Showtime Max Go HBO now so those, that's all uh, available on, those are all on, available on Samsung's. DC Universe is available there too. That is the only thing that I have found is not available. DC Universe, as well as um, Sunday Ticket, like Direct Direct TV TV is on there. There's Direct TV, the Direct TV. Same thing with PlayStation View and stuff like that too. Yeah, I mean, in in that case, everything that isn't um, DC Universe, which I could AirPlay from my MacBook, I right. That's that's why I'm asking because right now I'm trying to catch up on Titans because I was a little bit behind. And I'm trying to watch it, but I've been watching it in my office. But this way, I can just airplay it to my Samsung television, which is 65 inches and glorious. So here's uh, another twist to this. So the the brand Vizio. More importantly, Young Justice Season 3 started, and I feel like everybody should know. <laughs> okay. All right. 
if you haven't watched Young Justice, Josh, I need you to watch all the episodes of Young Justice, Josh. Well, so listen, you can after watch I've climbed out season. of my kiddie pool full of tears from watching This Is Us, I'll I'll consider it. So the Brand Vizio also made some announcement as well. They will also have AirPlay 2 on their, their televisions, but they're also going to have it on their Android TV model. So you'll have Android TV and AirPlay 2, and they added one more thing, HomeKit. So you can tell your Siri on all your multiple devices, hey, Siri, turn on the TV. Hey, Siri, watch this movie. You'll have the it ability doesn't to do make that. sense. It doesn't make sense for any brand not to have access to HomeKit. At this right. Point. But the problem is it's the, the way that it has to work together. So far from what I tell, Vizio is the only brand who's doing it. But Vizio will continue to be a subpar television. Uh, dude, come on. E- E-series, oh, E-series, they're fine. Listen, They're listen, fine. listen. I, first They're off, fine. I'm not questioning the validity of the brand. I am not saying that it doesn't do well because I know they sell a lot. I am saying it is a subpar, mediocre television. I, which I, I disagree, I disagree with subpar, mediocre. It is not top yeah. tier. It is not. No, it's not top the, tier. But that's I'll take the definition an of mediocre. Dude, I will take an E-Series Vizio over most of the Samsung series. Correct. I agree. Because they're not pushing. They're not pushing the limits, Brian. They're staying with what they're technology not. is and working. Especially, and, and they're just and making they're it like good. The, the price points are ridiculous. Yeah, they're really good. On, on all the Samsung TVs, the Sony TVs, like, I will take an E-Series for half the price. Yeah, and that's the other part, too, this this integration of having both services, so Google and uh, this this integration with iOS happening across their entire line. So, like, even their cheap TVs are having this, this development. So it's pretty cool. The other TV I want to bring out, uh, I just thought was just so damn interesting. LG made a rollable TV that is coming to your probably Best Buy uh, this year. Like a yoga mat? So uh, I, I'll include a link <laughs> in the show notes. Like while I'm downward facing dog, <laughs> I can watch TV as well. So uh, I'll include a link in the show notes. But what it looks like basically is kind of like a soundbar. It just looks like a soundbar. It's a little big. And then when you turn it on, up rolls your, your television. Uh, it's 4K. It's, it's OLED. It's got some amazing display technology behind it that I don't understand because TV is not my, my bag. Uh, but it's it looks amazing. Everyone who's seen it it's, says it's Brian. It, it, it's like a it's like a projector screen, right? Like it's it's like a portable projector screen oh, that know, comes up out of the which is whatever. And that's not, in my opinion, the most interesting uh, announcement that LG had um, at CES this year. The thing I like about this TV, Josh, is that uh, it, it, it's 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 not the whole TV going in like just sliding down. It really is rolling. So I mean, it's in a it's in a smaller container than the actual. I no. I, it, not really. It's though. like a Russian nesting because doll. Because it's a bulky, it's a bulky ass box that you would have. It's not it's that bulky as shit, not dude. That big. It's big. And it's I, gaudy. I bet you. I bet not... you. It's double the weight of any TV. Okay, that the size weight I would probably. I don't know. Right. No, no. Right. So this is not a portable thing. Well, you gotta think. I mean, there, there's got to be an entire motor. Who said it was portable? This is this is your home TV. Although if it was portable, I, like I, I understand that, but like. What I don't why do I care if my TV comes in and out of a so thing? some people uh, have limited space don't want a TV taking up their entire wall if they have limited space they can't afford they can't have that TV some people CJ CJ's reasoning was dumb I'm going to give you the real reason uh, some people for aesthetic reasons for like feng shui don't like having like a television hanging on their wall oh. This is a five foot fucking box Just, on a table. But you know what? It looks like a coffee with, table that with you wires can, coming in and out of it. Hey, 
I didn't say I was one of these people. I've got a freaking TV hanging on my wall. I'm just saying. This thing is stupid. Yet, look, get, you know what you could do? You could ceiling mount a projector screen that is completely seamless. Sure. That's how you save space. Let me talk quickly about the, the, actual, the actual big news uh, from, from LG. Um, so this was, yes, yeah, during CES, LG unveils an 88-inch 8K TV that doubles as a giant speaker. The panel itself is a speaker. It's a 3-2-2 it's a three, two, two sound system embedded uh, into the I display. I did hear about this. CJ, what the heck? You did bury the lead. Of an, of an 88, hold on, of an 88-inch crystal sound OLED set. Holy shit. So, right. Right. Now, I guarantee you it's going to be a bajillion dollars. I didn't read the whole article because I thought this was so fantastical. Right. That I, I like. It's like sci-fi. No, it, really, you know it really is. This is the year that uh, Blade Runner takes place. So. Oh, there we go. We you know what I just realized? I, I just realized subconsciously why I was in love with this rollable TV. And that's the fact that I have a, a one and a half year old who is constantly touching my my television. I'm like, no, stop, 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 stop. Please don't poke the TV. And as a parent who has a young kid, I, I'm, I'm pretty interested in that. But she's going to grow up pretty quickly. So by the time I finance this rollable television and then I pay it off, she'll be in what college? So, yeah, no need to buy it. This is crazy, though. Where's the, where's the picture? Give me a picture of this. It's. I just sent you a link. This also, this same this article, they, they had the video for the rollable 4K. It's nice. You have an 88-inch TV, and the first thing you decide to show off is the newspaper? <laughs> the text is so legible. It's this first, it, that's the first freaking picture. I don't care about the fucking newspaper. No one reads the newspaper anymore, LG. But dude, life's good. Just let it be. Okay, well, we can agree that what they actually display on there isn't as important as what this thing is, right? The only picture of it is the newspaper. In case you were curious, in the Look, OLED time. All it said is that they unveiled an 88-inch crystal sound OLED display that is actually a 322 sound system. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Oh, the sound emits from the panel itself. It's a fucking sound bar. That's it's a built-in. Okay, no, so now that I'm reading about this, because I'm looking at this, it's a really thin TV. I mean, it's 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 pretty thin. It's wafer thin, and I don't see like a big thing on the back that like w- that would be like a little speaker. So it's the panel itself, the actual yes. TV that vibrates. That's what I said five times. But how does that not like instantly kill? CJ, I am not a scientist. I really don't know. Excuse me. The whole reason I put you on this show, Josh, was because <laughs> I was told you were indeed in fact a scientist. I was told that there would be dinosaurs that you would be able to help us with this. That and your extreme knowledge of turtles. What was this all for? What was this? What? 184 episodes and you're not a scientist? Wasted. I hope everyone enjoyed the last episode of the show. Congratulations, Josh. You've ruined Christmas. Ruined. Ruined. Yeah. So look, I, I, I think the rollable TV thing uh, is a concept that has already been mastered by projector screens mounted seamlessly into one ceiling. Um. And probably, did we get a price point on that rollable TV? Because I bet you Absolutely. can get a, a, an amazing projector and yeah, screen so, for way So I less. got the price. It's... How much? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. No one knows. They didn't give us a price yet. Do you know what, though? I bet that I bet that TV, Josh, to your point, probably weighs about, like, what, uh, 7,000 harmonicas? Yeah. About, I guarantee about you. I guarantee Brian, you it's, like, double-digit thousand oh, yeah. dollars. Oh, I was going to say, like, 6K. 
Mm, it's going to be I was probably more in, like ten. It's going to probably be it's, in what, the magnolia section of. It's Spotify. a what is it? A fifty-five inch, sixty-five inch, sixty-five inch. So yeah, I mean six K, seven K. Um, you can get a like, really good projector and a screen get, for that. You you can get a really good projector for fifteen hundred bucks. A, a a really amazing screen for five hundred, and the installation and everything concealed for another thousand. thousand and you and you could spend the other three thousand dollars to try to match my movie collection. That's ex- I think that's a brilliant like, including building beautiful shelves into the wall. Surprise, surprise! CJ saw an article and it's dumb, and Josh found the better article. Listen, CJ. This all started because you found an amazing article that you thought was dumb, <laughs> i.e. the Foldy Mate. It was bound to happen eventually that you would think something was awesome that is actually dog shit. <laughs> well, now that we've uh, talked about the world of tech, let's move on to the world of uh, TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to stream this segment needs a theme song <laughs> this segment does need a theme song okay the segment needs a theme song please i'm imploring you fans H- help us get us in touch with somebody i, I don't know I-, I need a jingle for it so someone help us make a jingle uh i found this article that uh i, I would normally just kind of scroll by but then i started reading it and-, and i gotta see you guys weighing in on this and it's the 11 worst movie spinoffs of all time it's a really that's a bold thing to say because there have been a lot of them, and and I saw this list and and I was I was curious so I, I just want to run through it real quick and get your opinion again the link is in the show notes if you do want to read it yourself well, let's just just go eleven to one let's eleven go. Uh, U.S. Marshals which is of course the spinoff to The Fugitive. Uh, I mean, it wasn't I didn't good. Tell my wife. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Same thing about that. That. Uh, but here's the thing though, like it was it was better action with Wesley Snipes than we had with Harrison Ford. Yes. Um, it, was, so, it was a decent movie. I wouldn't say I yeah, would never rank it worst not, of all time. Not worse. No, no, no. I'm sure there's and, worse. And, and also not a spinoff. A, this is a sequel because Tommy Lee Jones plays the same character. Mm, it, it, technically, for it to be a sequel, you need to be continuing a larger story. You're continuing if, his story. If you're continuing, you now, now, if you just have one other, if you just have another day, U.S. Marshal yeah. Sam Gerard. Now, if you have one another day in the day of a life of this U.S. Marshal, that's a spinoff. That's not a sequel. That's like um, what was it? Mork and Mindy spinoff of Happy Days. It was talking about Mark and Mindy who were on Happy Days, but it's their own show. It's a spinoff. Yeah. Number ten, the Chronicles of Riddick, which is now this I agree with this. This is this was awful. Uh, I spinoff of Pitch Black. I, uh, I like the Chronicles yeah. of Riddick. Pitch Black is good. The, what they're saying is the Chronicles of Riddick is awful, and the Chronicles of Riddick is awful. No, I don't think awful. Oh yeah, I agree. It's, I agree. It should be on the list. I don't think it's. I don't think it's awful. And again, a sequel, not a spinoff. That is not a sequel. None it of is. the other characters. First Doesn't off, matter. The entire movie Pitch Black was focused on Riddick. No, it wasn't. Watch that movie again. It Riddick is. I've an watched answer. it ten times. It's, no, it's Riddick. Black, Riddick is no. an ancillary character. No, I, I he agree. is the guy who knows a guy who touch, teaches them how to do the other guy. I don't like, like any of this. I don't like any of what's happening. Okay, right. All right. Well, how about number ten? Cavern of Courage, an Ewok adventure. Can we call nine. that a spinoff? Number nine. Sorry, number nine. Caravan yes. of Courage. Oh, okay, I can't read. That is a, and, a spinoff, and, and yes, there it's was awful. never a movie made about Ewoks like there was about Riddick. Yes, there was. The, it was called Pitch Black. Oh my god, are we really fighting about Ewoks? Return of the Jedi. Okay, Return I, gonna, of the Jedi was not need, about Ewoks. We're going to need to define what a sequel is first and foremost. And luckily for you, I have actually pulled up the definition of a sequel. Uh, please, 
Two definitions. A published broadcast or recorded work that continues the story or develops the theme of an earlier one. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a sequel. Sure. That's right? what I've been saying. So Pitch Black doesn't – that story ends. It doesn't continue. Riddick's story continues. But he that is the one character. character. That is one character. Okay. When you do one character, it is a spin-off. What is the – It is not the direct story. Okay. The second like definition is like something that this. takes place after or as a result of an earlier event. The point of a sequel is that it's got to be continuing the story that was set up in the original Both of movie. those definitions uh, describe what I just said. No, it doesn't because you're focused on one character. It, one character continuing his story is a spinoff. Read, reread that second definition, please. Something that takes place after or as a result of an earlier event. Hmm. Sounds like you just defined sequel. No, that's what I that said. That one sounds like Josh's, but however, that's why it's number two and not number one. But that no, but the, well, I don't give a shit. In terms of Chronicles, I'm saying Riddick, they're sequels. But no, in terms of Chronicles of Riddick, God, nerd alert, nerd alert. In terms of Chronicles of Riddick, you're not continuing Guys. anything that happened to Riddick. In you're Pitch continuing Black. the Riddick story. No, of his that's life. not how this works. Guys, actually, the Chronicles of Riddick is actually a spinoff. Because of the fact that the screen time of Riddick is much longer in Pitch Black, so like that's what we're doing right now. Like, okay, agree to disagree on this one. We're getting way into the weeds. It's just a list of really bad movies, and we go, yeah, that is real bad. <laughs> okay, and, and instead, hey, we okay. turn into a blockbuster debate. But I'm right. All right, Alien vs. Predator as as number eight. Can we agree that that one is a spinoff? Uh, yes, it's a spinoff, and and it's not the first one is not that bad. It's a spinoff for sure. It's a 2004 and the first one. one and the first that is the first right. one is not that bad. Okay. It's, I mean, if you've ever seen Requiem, oh, they did Re- mention that Requiem is awful, R- really, really, really bad. Although, although the newest Predator movie worse than Requiem. Oh, I didn't know it was possible. There you go. Number seven, Supergirl. I I did not think this movie that was that terrible. How is this a spinoff? Because Supergirl is not Superman. It, so wouldn't that make this an original movie? I mean, I would I would say so. Yeah, this isn't a... She I never disqual- made an I disqualified from this list because there was never a Supergirl she movie. Never she never made an appearance in the original And she Christopher never made Reed an movie. appearance in Superman. Right. Okay. Take that game stop or game spot. Take that game spot. Number six. I wholeheartedly agree with this. Planes. Which is a oh, spinoff of Cars. It. I didn't even bother. Which fucking I don't sucks. like Cars enough to watch a spinoff about planes. The next one, again, a spinoff, Evan Almighty, which is... <clears throat> that is brutal. I don't know what I don't know what they had over uh, either of those stars to get it. Never saw it. Number four, Electra. 2005's Electra with Jennifer Garner. Uh, it wasn't good, but it wasn't wor- worse. There's okay, how about this? Spin-offs out the there. Scorpion King with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That See, was the, the first a one popcorn was good. movie. Yeah, the first one is good. The subsequent seventeen sequels are not good. No good. And and like the, the you know if they want to talk about like a movie that was bad and in in the vein of Scorpion King, the Mummy Returns was all the CGI on, on the Rock, on the rock was awful. That is that is yeah. But that movie was what two thousand. 99? Uh, no, I think it was like early 2001, 2000. Like 2000, 2002 at the latest? At the latest. I'm looking it up. Hey, but since you said bad CGI, Josh, I got to bring up their number two pick, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Doesn't belong on this list. Mummy Returns was 2001. Okay, so it was one year later. X-Men Origins Wolverine, 
doesn't belong on Worst this list. Uh, listen, it, it, not, listen, it's not. It doesn't belong on this list. But I would probably still put it like bottom twenty. Oh, it's, it's a, not good. Like, it's, it's not, not good. a good movie, right? But like we we can agree that it's it's far better than Alien versus Predator. Far better than anything else that's on this list. Yes. The okay. number one pick was Son of the Mask. Never saw it. Yeah, that movie is Jamie garbage. Kennedy. I mean, what's what's a mask movie without Jim Carrey? The answer is shouldn't have been made. Well, they they wanted to bring Jim Carrey back. I, I, he said I don't no. care if if Jim Carrey says no. You're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, okay, because movie studios do that all the time. <laughs> and sure. Look how well that turned out for okay. a lot. Aladdin... They don't look at actors as replaceable objects. Sure. What I'm seeing, what I'm seeing here on this list is, I mean, if they're if they're counting down to the worst ever from eleven, right. how do you put Wolverine at two? Wolverine Origins was really bad. It was not worse than the Ewok Adventure. It was not worse than Alien vs. Predator. All right, Spider-Man all right. Touche, touche, touche. I would rather watch Wolverine Origins several I'd times watch Origins, before watching those again. Oh, I'd watch that over Last Stand. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'd watch that over Last Stand. Actually, Last right, Stand was just okay. on TV. Do we want to take a moment to cor- correct or replace something no. or something? No, I no, think we spent plenty of time I, arguing over what's a spinoff. <laughs> For sure. And at this point, there, I, I, there, I think there are so many. I don't need to hear Josh put on something that I deem a sequel and then get into that argument again. <laughs> <laughs> Josh will be like, you know what's a terrible spinoff? The Born Legacy. And I'm going to be like, it's a sequel! So let's not do that. So as we've learned uh, with Josh over the last couple of weeks... Keeping up in with, te- with television shows and binge watching can pretty much feel like it's a like it's a job. Uh, so I thought this article was extremely interesting from Quartz, and it says that keeping up with Netflix originals could basically be a part time job now. Uh, they did a measurement of the release schedule of 2018 Netflix originals, and it's close to 1,500 hours of original movies. Uh, series and comedy specials. Yeah, I opt out of most. I opt out of most of that shit, and I think like the. The heaviest number may be in documentaries and docu-series, which I never watch. No one's watching Planet Earth Season 28. Of the content that they released, there's a breakdown here, handy-dandy chart. 66% of it is series. Uh, 11% is documentaries. 10% are films. Uh, the rest of it are, are smaller, less than uh, about 5%. For 11% it. of 1,500 hours? Y- uh, yes, sir. You said 1,500? Uh, yes, sir. That's 150 hours of documentaries. That is way too much. Yeah, I do a lot. No one needs to know that much information. Uh, but again, it's just, this just continues to prove there's, there's too much, there's too much to watch. I haven't seen Bird Box. I haven't seen this. I haven't, we've talked to people. Have you seen Maniac? Anyway, really I'm just Maniac? saying Bird Box was mediocre. Yeah, I It does not deserve all the hype that it's getting, but it was a decent But here's the interesting film. stat. This, this is where it came in. If you would have, uh, dedicated a, a day, right? If you would, if you figure out how can I watch all of this content, it would have taken more than four hours a day of every day in 2018 to watch all of the content released. So listen, right. this is the, this is the opportunity for you to excuse yourself for not having to watch the latest thing on Netflix. Like this is fine. this is like this is when people introduce a statistic that means nothing. Right. Exactly. Yes. So I I get it. They have a ton of content. It's wonderful. Nobody watches all the content. It's not for everybody. They cater to every genre. Yeah, and they have all sorts of foreign stuff on there. And secondly, if you want to, you really could. There is no excuse. You only go to work for eight hours a day. Then you have four hours of Netflix, and then you go to bed. I swear to fucking God, if you're advocating for people spending their time watching and catching up on shit, I'm going to come over there. (laughs) 
and I'm gonna fucking swear I'm gonna to put God, that dude. microphone right up your ass. Swear, you know what? I'm leaving that in the show because I agree with him. That's staying in. Don't be sitting here telling me that oh you should have enough time to watch some things. That is a legitimate threat. I'm, go- I'm it's going to clearly come. a joke, but yes, I under threat received. I am taking it. No, no, I'm coming to your front door. I know where you live now. I'm coming to your front door and I'm taking a shit and I'm leaving it there. <laughs> I'm not lighting it on fire and I'm putting be it in a dog bag. To figure out who did that. I, Call the police, I'll admit, and then I'll explain to them our situation. And they'll be, oh, well, that's acceptable. Yeah, I get it. He'll just play them this piece right here, and they'll be like, oh, he fucking nailed. And then you'll have two cops shitting yeah. on your fucking Absolutely. porch as well. One of them's going to be a little shy, though. We're going to have to kind of coax him in, let him know it's okay, give him a little privacy, turn her backs. But Give him a little fiber. Yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. But basically, it comes down to this. My, my, my thing is this. Don't I let eat a cup of juice. <laughs> don't let people give you shit for not having seen a Netflix thing. And also, don't watch Fuller House. And that takes off a lot of time. Then, then, then you're good to go. It only takes out like 13 hours. That's 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 no. When, when a they calculate this, there's a lot of when you but when they calculated this, it's just for this year. It's just for 2018. Last right. Year. So that's just like the latest season of Fuller House. It's, it's just it's the latest season of Narcos. Year gonna be worse next year well yeah clearly they're they're amping up their their movies too right seriously though the, the original series category is staggering now they're as we've talked about they're the they're the the i'm just gonna say network but they're not really a network they're the, the the service that will have something on and if the almighty algorithm says no bueno it's gone that's right like, like uh this uh, everything sucks so maybe okay so maybe maybe the message maybe the message here isn't um there's not that it's not for everybody or or you know it's not aimed at everybody the, the stats are wrong for sure but maybe the takeaway is utilize your list yeah. like prioritize it based on if there is this much content available then there's probably always something to keep you entertained so use your and list. to be fair the the stat that i get to be fair to be fair the stat that i gave you is netflix original content so I'm not talking about all the licensed stuff. I'm not talking about the Avengers movies that are on there. I'm not talking about the the major TV shows. It's not The Office. I'm talking just about Netflix originals. That's crazy. And now the fact that we're going to get Disney, right? The fact that we have Hulu in the game. The fact the fact that we have like things like Crackle. I mean, that exists, right? I mean, that's that's a service. Yeah, Crackle you you do for like anime. Uh, no, Crackle's got that show with. Oh no, um, that's Crunchyroll. Yeah, Crunchyroll. Yeah. There's there's a lot of streaming so stuff. Much. Crave TV, Letter Kenny, yay! Uh, so there's a lot to watch, and uh, again, this comes to one thing. As we know, Josh has the ability; he's had the ability to do binge watching, and uh, Brian still owes me uh, one season of Doctor Who. So now that we've talked about streaming, IMDb is launching a free movie and TV streaming service called Free Dive, and of course, because it's IMDb, it will be free to stream through uh, Amazon Fire TVs. And then the, for the rest of us, we'll have to use our computers and then somehow get it onto our, our televisions. I, I go to IMDb at least twice a day. I swear to God. At least. Yeah. So the, the co-founder, uh, so the founder of and CEO of IMDb says customers rely on IMDb to discover movies and TV shows and decide what to watch. With the launch of IMDb Free Drive, they can now also watch full length movies and TV shows on IMDb and all Amazon Fire devices for free. Uh, now, again, I want to let you know about this. This is not going to be new release, fresh stuff. This is going to be things like uh, like Gillian's Island, The Fringe, uh, Heroes, The Bachelor, oh, three um, The four. Illusionist, The Last Samurai. It's it's Memento. The Illusionist. Dude, Last Samurai is amazing. I like The Last Samurai. But what I'm saying is... Last Action Hero's on here, right? Uh, Last Action Hero? That's a great movie. It's a great movie. Great movie. Probably available somewhere else to stream, but whatever. 
but it's free. But I'm assuming this is this is going to be available on my movie shelf. But I'm assuming this is freemium. I'm sure there will be some ads somewhere in there. I see some good movies in there. But I'm with you. If you haven't seen the Last Action Heroes, now's your chance. Like, get on that. Uh, it will uh, be available in the U.S. only, coming out in 2019. International release, we'll see. Also, if you're an international listener, uh, I, hi, and uh, tell me uh, where you are. Hola. Tell me where you are. Donde esta la biblioteca? And we've... Bien, uh, bienvenue. What's this? We just lost all Spanish-speaking... Oh, hey, we just lost all Spanish-speaking... Uh, Listeners. Also, th- for the people that are in Greece, though, that listen to us and made us like number three, thank you for the people in Greece. I appreciate you guys. So, thankfully, the service does not require a subscription. So, hey, it's free movies. So, no subscription fee needed. Again, I'm, I'm sure it'll probably have some kind of ads, though, because, you know, Amazon, that's just probably how they'll, how they'll do that. And they'll take that data and then uh, help you uh, buy toilet paper. So, who knows? Be pretty cool. So, moving on to some other news. Uh, this one is something that I, I found this this week. A lot of people got really excited. And unfortunately, it's um not something that kind of revved my engine. But I know you guys will like it. It's Coming to America 2 is officially happening with Eddie Murphy. Now, I got to preface my my beginning, my lead to this. I have seen Coming to America. I enjoy Coming to America. I didn't connect with it the way that everyone else did. So it's just it wasn't my like, oh, my God, Coming to America. But. It, it was pretty good. So discuss amongst yourselves. There's your topic. I, I really don't care. Oh, good. So it's not just me. All, I also think this is way for too Eddie long. Murphy for, for getting back into, you know, doing stuff. This is this is this is way too long, by the way, in between one and two again. This is one of those terrible things of way too long. Um, okay. I was seven years old when I saw Coming to America. I thought it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my entire life. It to this day is in my top Probably two comedies. So, and that's just a function of, you know, I saw it when I was super young and I thought it was hilarious. But bring it on. Okay. All right. If it gives me a few laughs, I'll be happy that the story continued as a sequel. (laughs) We can't agree. This is a sequel. Well, yeah, it's very simple (laughs) because there's there's a a two two in the title. Okay. Just want to make sure we at least got that taken care of, uh, which is great. All right. But what if it only has just the one character? <laughs> That's not. Does that make it a spinoff? I mean, it really depends. <laughs> are there themes in the first this. movie? That I don't think it does. I'm not, doing this. I'm not doing this. Well, now let's turn our attention to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But most of all, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Uh, Avengers. Assemble to maybe kind of not really host the Oscars? No, that's dumb. You're dumb. Listen, this is the this is the rumor floating around. We gotta bring it up. Dude, that'd be fucking hilarious. People have asked. I think it would be great. It's not gonna happen, but I think it'd be great. Let RDJ I just would, be RDJ I would, or be I would watch the Wouldn't you? for that. Just just the opening. That's it. Well, yeah. And then I would turn off. Yeah, the then you, well, that's what you do anyway. And then you just go on YouTube the next day to see who who won. Yeah, what. you just see who the winners are. Yeah, you yeah. know what? As a matter of fact, that's what I would. I would just watch every scene of the Avengers and <laughs> just skip the awards. Yeah, and I'm sure somebody to put that on YouTube. Yeah, it'd right? be a nice quick montage. I'm all for yeah. that. Give me that montage. That's Gonna what need a montage. Montage. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, uh, and we all agree that's a terrible idea, and it's not going to happen anyway. 
if you are a DC fan, there's obviously so many ways already for you to get your hands on DC Comics. And DC decided this week that they're just going to add another way to do it. DC is joining Comixology Unlimited. They're dealing Kindle Unlimited and Amazon Prime. Brian, when I showed you this topic list, you said, hey, listen, I'm in, but like the titles have got to be good. The titles are in the article, which, of course, are available within the show notes. I got to know. I got to know, Brian, how do you feel about uh, the list that's going to be available? All right. So how how do I feel? How do I feel? How do I feel about the list of titles available through Comixology? Is that what the question is? That was the question, sir. I feel like they are comic books. I feel like I would read them. But is this a good list? I feel like I would read them in a digital format. So let me ask you a question, though. We've we've obviously had we get a lot of questions about how do we get into comics, and if people are interested in DC, is this a selection? Is this a selection that is pretty pretty good to get into? It's a great book. There's a great. This is a great selection. Listen, anybody that asks me, well, how do I get into comics? I'm sorry, we're using that voice for you. It's a legitimate question. I usually hand them stuff like Watchmen, stuff like Dark Knight Returns, Preacher, V for Vendetta. All of that shit's on here. The Sandman. I mean, this is a solid, solid list of books that are entertaining. And really, you don't even need to be like, oh, I want to I want to read superheroes. Like, it's not all superheroes. Preacher, um, Why the Last Man, stuff like that has nothing to do with with uh, the superhero genre. So this is a solid, solid list. Ooh, Fables. Fables is a good book. Too. All right. Anyway. So there you go. If you are interested in DC Comics themselves, if you don't have dc universe uh if you are a, a subscriber or interested in comiXology unlimited kindle unlimited or amazon prime reading uh get on that you can get some dc comics and if you hear that barking dog that means that we have to talk about the most important thing that happened this week and that is the trailer to punisher season two which full disclosure i didn't watch because this show is already canceled so i'm not excited what you're not excited so listen, there, there, there's no denying the fact that Punisher is fantastic and that this season's going to be great. The trailer looks amazing. Uh, it's premiering on uh, January 18th, so uh, the, the Friday that you're listening to this, uh, if you're listening to when we release. Uh, it's just hard for me to make this an appointment appointment watching Netflix knowing that it's just it's gone after this. And, and who knows how they end it? Do they, do they give this thing a wrap or does it end with a, a great setup and we'll uh, never guess, fucking see again? I guess. I guess we're gonna have to watch. Uh, I, I, I'll, have to I'll watch it. Out. I'll watch it later, and when everyone tells me how great it is, and if they're disappointed by it or not, and we'll we'll take it from there. But you guys can be very excited about it, which I'm fine with. That trailer was fantastic. It's a great trailer. Here's my the one show's problem. gonna be kick ass. It's canceled already. I have one issue, and it is thus: Jigsaw is not really Jigsaw. His facing is not all messed up, and I'm a little upset by that. Yeah, yeah, it's just on the cheeks. Yeah, it's just like a little little scar. Like, oh, okay, well, that's that's not that big a deal. Like, your face is supposed to be all jacked up. And they're going to be like, oh, well, his mask, his mask is in a jigsaw. Like, listen, I understand you cast Ben Barnes, and he's got a beautiful face. Let's let's not deny that. Right. But if you're going to cast Ben Barnes with the idea that he's going to be jigsaw, you got you to gotta mess up his face. Yeah. The only problem I have. Other than that, looks awesome. Very excited. All right, listener, let's end the show on a high note. Uh, this is the part where we turn to you every single week that I remember to post it. And we ask you, listener, our question of the week, which was, what toy did you always want as a kid but never got? And if you were to buy it now, how much would it cost? 
All right, Patreon supporter Andrew Capilla said, I always wanted the Thundercats lair. I love the Thundercats and always will. My first tattoo was the Eye of... Agamotto? I know, the Eye of Thundra. And this new cartoon coming out is an abomination and it should never have been shown. I looked at eBay a few times and the cat lair and the price ranged from 500 to $700. Yeah. I feel for you, Andrew. That's crazy. Uh, Patreon supporter Megan Dunn-Cole says, I grew up in a pretty rural area where I spent a lot of time digging up my backyard with a Tonka truck, biking through the woods, and whittling sticks into weird creations. I know I had a lot of toys, but can't remember one that I wanted and didn't have until Power Wheels came out. I live in an area where Power Wheels never would have operated appropriately and I remember as a teen in the 90s seeing Power Wheels and wishing they existed when I was small enough to fit in one. Uh, and if you were to buy one now, you could go to any of your you know, stores and pick up a Power Wheel for 200 bucks. That is sad, Megan. It sounds to me like Megan was uh, part of the cult from Wicker Man, which you would just like, you know, make things and sacrifice guys with bees. Not the bees. Brian. Okay, so our listener, Paul. Answer the question, but didn't really answer the question because the question was, "What don't you have?" And no, no, no. I know for a the, fact that the he question just was, "What well, was a toy that you want from a kid?" And if you were to buy it now, how much would it cost? He answered the question properly. He did. I don't believe you. The defense is wrong. Okay, Marissa. So Paul's answer was uh, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Megazord and Dragazord. Finally, has the, got to own them as an adult, as they could be found in okay shape for seventy to hundred bucks. A sealed unit and re-releases are over $400, though. Paul, Paul, I'm going to break your heart on this, because number one, I still have my I still have my original one I got when I was a kid. Now, it's beat to shit, so it's probably worth nothing, but I, I still have it. However, Paul, I went to a flea market, and I found an original one in great condition. The person had no idea what they had, and I got it for $20. Oh, and it sits in my closet. The best feeling ever. It sits in my closet, completely away from anything or anybody and i verified that it is an original one and i got it for twenty dollars i took it and i ran so exciting paul i i, I always I, have every once in a while i have a dream that i'm in a scenario like that and i get like the first appearance of spider-man and i wake up really happy and then realize it was a dream oh that's the worst <laughs> sucks now not to be outdone <laughs> good good laura burns <laughs> she said i was a child of the 80s and had awesome toys and the ones I didn't have, I didn't want anyway. My name is Laura. I have everything I could possibly want. Thanks, thanks Laura. Th- thanks for thanks for helping out. She had all the rainbow brights, all the My Little Ponies, all the Care Bears. You know, I think her thing when we were looking at it was, it seemed like toys were less expensive back then. And also, she didn't want 70% of the shit on the list. So, and that that was your question. Yeah, no, no. What toys did you always want as a kid but never got? Um, do we have any more? No, that's it. So, th- I mean, the question was, what toy did you always want as a kid but never got? Uh, for me, uh, micro machines and matchbox cars. My parents would never, ever, ever buy me micro machines. Is it because they didn't like how fast the guy talked on the commercials? I don't know, man. I just that <laughs> was the thing that I was like, micro that's, machines. That's what I wanted. Like, I was enamored by cars when I was a kid, so that's all I wanted. But I ne- never got any. Like, I had a few little ones. Like, they would just, you know, toss me one. But I-, I wanted to be the kid with, like, a wall. You know what I mean? Right. Nope. That happened. And how much they are now, I don't know. I don't know. 
That the ones that I wanted, a bajillion dollars. Google one. Just for fun. Google one. Well, I don't I don't know. Because like, I guarantee you they're not a bajillion dollars. Micro machines. No? I mean, they're probably a couple hundred, depending on the micro machine you're looking for. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. But that's, that's not that's a bajillion. A, that's a bajillion dollars for a micro machine? Eh. I mean Hang on. like just just in like dollars per milligram that's a lot <laughs> per milligram you, you had per, the perfect opportunity per, to use harmonicas and you didn't use it i, I couldn't use harmonica you can use harmonicas it's, it's a just, half a harmonica a quarter harmonica. no that would it, be like not a oh, 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 one harmonica that's perfect i mean yeah i'm seeing lots of like micro machines and like sets of like 10 for like 100 200 bucks dude these were a five dollar package. I'm not. I don't. I'm I didn't want to collect them. I wanted to play with them. Brian, what was yours? All right. I have. I have two answers to this. One, you'll realize why I have two answers for a moment. Okay. Okay. But the first thing, I remember growing up in the '90s, and during the heyday of the Spider-Man cartoon, they released the Spider-Man Web Blasters that you actually put on your wrist and shot out silly string, and I always wanted it, and I never got one. I can't answer the question of, well, how much is it now? Because they're continually re-releasing them. There's still web shooters out. I saw a set with, like, Spider-Gwen, and they're, like, 30 bucks. I could totally buy a set if I wanted one right now. I just, I look at it, and I go, I'm 32 and about to get married. (laughs) Do I really, like, I'm not so sure my fiancé would be extremely happy if I'm spraying Silly String all over our apartment. Unless it's Happy Time Murders, right? And then, then... Right, so so I, I stopped myself. Now, the other thing is more of a recent need. It's not something I've always wanted since I was a kid. It's something I remember having as a kid. Okay. I had this. All right, all right, I'll allow it. When me and my brother separated and moved out of our parents' house, he took it from me <laughs> and claimed that it was his when really it was ours. But he claimed, no, 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 this is mine. And I said, whatever, I don't care anymore. But now I care. It's a board game called Omega Virus. Have you ever played this game? No, no. This game was badass. So the entire concept, I'll give you, I'll paint the scene for you. Uh, you are on a space station. There is an evil alien virus taking over the space station. You are competing with your friends to collect four components so that you can uh, defeat this, the... the uh, the virus in your space station okay it was one of those games much like mall madness that had like a little like box that had like a computer in it sure and it was constantly counting down and as it was counting down certain sections of the board would close off to you so like after a certain time there was no way you could beat the game and it was awesome and it was fun and i said you know what i should buy that because my brother in his infinite wisdom tricked me and took this game away from me I Googled how much it would cost me to get it. You want to know how much this game is now? How much is the game? I do. $279. Oh, my God. That is legitimately the price of my PlayStation. Jesus. So I have not bought it yet, but I'm still thinking about it. Or if either of you are feeling generous and want to give me a sweet-ass wedding gift, Omega Virus. Omega Virus. Put put it on the registry. Let's Let's see what made it happen. Right. Uh, for me, it was I was I was big into Power Rangers. As we talked, I still have my my Zords. My Dragon Zord did fall apart though, so Paul does have me on that one. I need a Dragon Zord. Um, I really wanted the the Titanus one, and it was the it was the the original Mighty Morphin Power Ranger dinosaur ones. Uh, it was after you get 
the Megazord and then you put the Dragon Zord on top of it. It was like this big brontosaurus like thing that they would all stand in and then it would drive. It, it was something I really, really wanted. And I told my parents that. Now, listen, they'd already bought me all these other Zords. Like, they, like my parents were absolutely wonderful and bought me everything I really wanted for Christmas. They, they were great parents, but I really wanted this. Uh, I, I looked up. There are remakes of it, re, you know, re, reproductions, and and they're you know sixty dollars. But look, how much does an original one cost? So how much the OG one that I coveted from Toys R Us? One hundred and twenty four dollars and ninety nine cents on eBay right now. I no, I don't need that. I don't need that at all. But um, it, it's definitely something I remember as a kid really wanting. But now that I grew up, I realized wow, my parents really did right by me on Christmas. So it's not as fresh as Brian's, which has trickery involved and. And other things like that. So I've been duped. Would love to hear from you, listener. If you didn't get a chance to answer our I'm question the one who of plays the week, board games all the time. So, uh, listener, I still want to hear from you. If you didn't get a chance to to answer our question of the week, that's fine. Shoot us a line on Twitter or on Facebook or on uh, Instagram at that kind of podcast on Instagram, uh, and tell us what is a gift that you always wanted as a kid, uh, never got it, but if you could buy it now, how much would it cost? All right, listener, I have one request from you. I want you to share this episode. Give it to a friend. Give it to a stranger. Give it to the guy who's asking for a dollar. Tell him, hey, listen to that kind of nerd podcast. It's pretty good because sharing is the ultimate internet currency, and we thank you for your donation. I do want to make sure you understand that you cannot actually purchase goods and services with this podcast, but go ahead and try. Let me yeah, know. How I'm, it works I'm curious. Out. If you're successful, <laughs> I mean, let me know. If you are, then sweet. I got a whole bunch of extra recordings that we can use. That kind of nerd fans. I need you to unite uh-huh. and tell Josh that I am correct. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You've done it uh. before, folks. I believe in you. I expect Facebook posts, Instagram posts, text messages, not to me, but to Josh, telling him that I am correct about this whole sequel spinoff thing. And yes, please, for the love of God, just. Can we settle this sequel spinoff debate? So, Brian, thank you. you your, your point has been taken. And just a reminder, if you are on our Patreon, we are also releasing our spoiler cast for Bumblebee. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Join the $10 tier and you'll get access to that show. All right. Thank you, listener, for so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Again, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means the world to us. And we will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. You know, we should play a game where we just read our old episode descriptions. And, and try to guess, <laughs> see who so you can get close enough. Figure out who, who who came up with the title, or what the title was, or something. Okay, so so knowing that, let's, let, we can do that real quick, right now. Uh, what episode number do you think Stabby Stabby Sexy Sexy was? How far so into that, that kind was of 60, nerd? What was that, 67, Shooty Shooty? Uh, yeah, that was like 67. 42. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say 40, 47. Hey, you are both wrong. It was one dollar, Bob. It was episode 32. Ooh, 32. 35. We should do that now. When you recommended that, I want to say both. I want to say both those titles were mine. uh, Yes. When? Yes, they are. When we do this next time, I think we should do. I'll say the name of the title of the episode and you have to tell me what it was about. I, I can't good. remember what we talked about over the past Me three years. And who coined it? And, and who, who coined it? it? And who coined it? I can tell you who coined it half the time, but I can't tell you what. Well, it's what because it's either about. you or I. So yeah. half the time, you're probably. We'll, we'll probably. Yeah, it's usually a 50 50 chance. 
on who did. And then, I mean, there's a few where it's just, you know, it's it's just what, what's happening. I only go Charmin double ply. None of this single ply shit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Charmin soft. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. Angel soft is a fucking lie. It's but it's the ideal balance of softness and strength. It is not. It is bleed from the anus. I agree with you. It's pretty bad. Are you guys square counters or are you not? Are you are you like no? Whatever gets the job done, bro. Square oh, counters? Oh no 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 no! I just I just kind of no, hit it like a cat. I don't go like I don't oh, hold have on. A square. To Bigger spare. question. Stop. Bigger question. Over or under? What? What? Over or under? Oh no no! It's over. Always it's over, over, right? It's it's always over. But more unless I, unless I think, you have cats, then it's under. no. I have a I cat. Think the real it's question is sit or stand. Oh god! What? Here's the thing. Do you know? People don't know that the other half even exists. I know. I'm educating you, fuck. I know. Pasco Has- stands. I'm a stander. Yes. Oh my god, you're, you're a stander. I'm a stander. What the fuck is wrong with I'm you? I'm not sitting in there. Jesus Christ. I'm not getting closer to to that feces than I already have. I got you stand on both sides. To shit? No, 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 no. Not stand to shit. No, stand to wipe. wipe. How do you wipe? You stand to wipe. No, you don't. Stand to wipe. Josh, I need this. I really need That's you. That's not how this works. Absolutely, under no circumstances, do you stand to uh, wipe. Thank stand to you. Wipe. Nope, stand to wipe. That's not how this works at all. Stand to wipe. You're just spreading anything that might be there. You're just spreading it around. You're, just, you're, you're making you're, the job harder. More do you, do you're you, just clapping it together. Do you fo- That's what I'm do saying. That's what I do you, and it's everything. And do you, it's spreading it around. Do you fold or do you, fold or do you want? It depends on if I have my two-ply or not. If I if I if I'm at home and it's right, it's if you're at home, soft, you, you I'm using two. I'm using two squares. Yeah, like, I mean it doesn't take much. Okay. Good, at least we all agree on that. Folding is is the right way to do it. But yeah, if I'm you like, don't fucking don't want, bundle yeah, it up. At that point, what, what the fuck a, are you doing? It, it, you got a you got a baseball in your fucking. I water. agree. Just not good. My wife just. <laughs> big money it's like russian russian roulette no way big money look, i'll take an my, e look my desk my desk boys is right next to the powder room right so i'll hear it i'll hear it and i'll go whoa there little bear <laughs> which is the actual Charmin ad it is and she will fucking start cracking up in the powder room. I I, I brought this up but as a joke, but I feel like we all just got a little bit closer. <laughs> I think we and did. I'm glad. I think we did. We all learned I'm a monster, but at least we all agree on the fact that you are a fucking savage, <laughs> sir. Get your shit together. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do.